Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Back in the 1990s, singer Alanis Morissette was known for, well, just being angry, angst. And as much as people have made fun of Taylor Swift and her lyrics about being hurt by ex-boyfriends, Morissette's songs were more like uh, slashing the throat of the ex-boyfriends. But time apparently passes, and she now has three kids, and she writes songs about them. It seems as though Morissette made an appearance from home on The Tonight Show last week to sing her new song called Ablaze, which is written about her children. And during the performance, her four-year-old daughter appeared to sing along on camera with headphones and then put her hand over her mother's mouth to quiet her so she could take center stage. <laughs> We've interviewed people in here at Country 98.1 that have tried the same thing with us, haven't they, Cliff? Right. Yeah. Would you all just be quiet so I can talk? So I can talk a little bit? <laughs> yeah. And we've also interviewed people that we needed to put our hands over their mouth. Well, yes. Yes, we have. <laughs> I could think of one right off the top of my head, Glyph. Certain clown? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. I'm just going to let that lay out there. But you went there, didn't you? Yeah, it was the clown, wasn't it? No, I'm not doing what I say. I'm just... I'm going to say it was the clown. I'm going to put my hand over my mouth. Cliff, I read this morning, and it doesn't surprise me one little bit. What's that? Men are five Mm -hmm. times more likely to be killed by lightning than women. (laughs) About 50 people every year... Get killed by lightning here in the United States, and almost every year, 85% of them are men. And I know why, Cliff, and I think you do too, being a guy. Well, yeah. There's something about it Mm -hmm. that every time I see a storm, it's like, look, a storm's coming. I'm going to go outside and watch it. There's just (laughs) something that gets me fired up about being in a thunderstorm. Are you like that too? I mean, kind of, yeah. I mean, I'm not... I'm I'm not one to stand out, you know, in the at the top of the hill where the lightning's going to strike. I'll try to be in a possible area where, you know, I'm not going to get struck, but I do enjoy watching a good storm. And no doubt about it. I do too. I like being out yeah. in it. Yeah. I really do. Like, well, I don't want to get in the rain and be wet. And... I kind of like that. <laughs> From time to time I will do that. Okay. I don't know why, but there's also the other flip side, Cliff, the smart people yeah. that whenever there's a lightning storm or a thunderstorm around, yeah. they're protected by the lightning-proof walls of a cheesecake factory, and that's not <laughs> a bad place to be either. <laughs> you know, I can, I can see that perspective as well, yeah. You know, I wouldn't mind, you know, rolling around in a little <laughs> cheesecake myself. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird. Well... <laughs> We this story of survival and adaptation proudly now presented by our friends at the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. And it comes in at a 3.5 on the Just in Time for Breakfast rating system. Now in the Robert Frost poem, Servant of Servants, the author tells the story of a woman and her daily ordeals in caring for others. This is the poem that contains the inspiring line, The only way out is through which likely has been something many a coach has told his team in the locker room at halftime, and it's probably been tattooed on the arms of many a professional athlete whose grit and determination has led them to the highest levels of competition. Or it could be about this bug. 
A study published yesterday in the journal Current Biology details the survival skills of the aquatic beetle known as Regimbarcia attenuata. They are widely caught and eaten by fish and amphibians, but as it turns out, rarely provide any nutritional value. That's because most of those animals swallow their food whole. And once inside, the beetle, still alive, apparently realizes, hey, I know the way out of here. A study produced by the School of Agricultural Science at Kobe University in Japan found that 90% of the beetles eaten by dark-spotted frogs escaped the digestive tract of said frog unharmed, most within six hours of being swallowed. And they go right out the backdoor escape hatch to freedom. Researchers say the surviving beetles came out of the frog anus along with regular feces and did so head first, almost as if they walked into that position and just waited their turn to leave. I wish I had a coach like that, Cliff. <laughs> you didn't have a coach like that? No, no. <laughs> That's too bad. Usually during a, um, well, if it was a basketball game, halftime, or yeah, baseball game in between innings, he usually got us all together and told us what losers we were. <laughs> That's not real inspiring. No, it's not real inspiring. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm looking for a pep talk because we're getting pummeled in a baseball game, and he's <laughs> talking about you're the worst players I've ever had in my entire career. And he was there like, you know, 40 years or something. <sighs> and now we work in radio. Yeah, well, <laughs> the losing continues. Cliff? Yes? You ever been really disappointed whenever you showed up for work? <laughs> Well, maybe you're not the right guy to ask there. But <laughs> I mean, it's like downhearted, disappointed whenever you got to work. You ever have one of those days? Yeah. I mean, literally, I mean, because every job has good days and bad days, there have been days, not necessarily so much doing what I do now, because it's, you know, there's really, even though there's some bad things about it, by and large, it's basically the funnest job I've ever had. But there have been other places where I'm like, you know, why did I get out of bed today? Because I don't want to deal with any of this. <laughs> I showed that up. Sense? I, that makes a lot of sense because yeah, okay. I showed up today, Cliff. Yeah. Extremely disappointed when I walked in the control oh. room. Well, darn. And I was really looking forward to a post-it okay. note this morning. A post-it note. Yeah. Well, if you recall, a couple of weeks ago, I got one from Satan talking about That's the right. weather. <laughs> That's right. And uh, we realized that. Satan knows the number to the request line. Yes, so. he does. And and then exactly where our location is, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then yesterday, Cliff, I get a post-it note that was setting in here yeah. talking about, you remember, defunding the DJs. That's right. Like we were ever funded in the first place. And I thought today, I was kind yeah. of excited to see what would be posted in here today. It was like going to be like a, a rolling thing that was going to happen every morning. I guess that was aiming way too high. Yeah, but I thought that would be so Clearly. cool. But I, I was just wondering, who would be in today? I mean, Satan wouldn't have been bad. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't have been disappointed. I just True. don't want him here when I get here. Yeah, I want him out. Well, this morning I owe Cliff Ingram, our news director, a big apology for messing Uh-oh. up during the uh, seven o'clock news. Yeah, as most people don't realize, and I know Cliff realizes it. It's very important that Cliff knows exactly how many commercials are in each newscast so he can <laughs> prepare his news accordingly. That's right. I, I know when to take a break and when to keep going. And unfortunately, Cliff, yeah, uh, my math skills aren't up to power this morning because <laughs> I couldn't differentiate between two and three. <laughs> and so I told Cliff the wrong one, and on the fly, yeah, 
because I am the consummate broadcast professional, I adjusted the newscast to fit in with your mistake. And it was a big one, too, and Cliff uh, I pulled right through. I, I realize you only took the job after being reassured there would be no math. That's right. <laughs> and yet there were there other was. And there's there math. There was a number two and a number three. What do you do with it? I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> what do you do with a number two and a three? I don't even know what a three is, Cliff. I just don't know. I don't think I want to know. I don't either. I did see this morning, though, Cliff, that 210 million adults here in the United States... Of those 210, yeah. more than 75 million are now mm-hmm. classified as obese. Now, obviously, as we've just heard, yeah. I'm better at eating pizza than I am at doing math. But I think that's a whole lot of people. Is that not correct, Cliff? That's, that's correct, yes. That would be a whole lot. Okay, just making sure. Yep. Hate math. Here's Eric Church. <laughs> you have to admit, Cliff, Yeah. the Adams peanut butter cup fudge ripple cheesecake is much, much better and nicer story than the one we got by text message involving <laughs> that's, pennies. Well, yeah, that's, that's way better. And, and, you know, I didn't realize that when I told the story of a scientific uh, experiment, a biology new fact that we just figured out about these beetles that go through the digestive system of frogs and emerge alive, that we would also trigger all the text messages about... Uh, People who have swallowed things and passed them out the other end. Yes. It's like a competition. <laughs> who can pass the biggest buck, I guess you could say there, Cliff. Well, it wasn't quite a buck, but no. there was change involved. There was change involved, yes. Weed, <laughs> <laughs> here's another one of those things that scientists should just say, never mind, in 2020. Researchers, after having collected sediment from deep under the seafloor of the South Pacific last year, started their experiment about what's, well, it's colliding now with the chaos that's become of 2020. Scientists drilled down about 245 feet into the clay bottom of the ocean in a spot where the water is three and a half miles deep. And they brought up a bunch of dirt. Inside the dirt, microbes dating back to the time of the dinosaurs. And then someone said, hey, wonder if we can make this stuff grow. And in Petri dishes, in what's called a secure laboratory setting, that's exactly what they did. An oceanographer from the University of Rhode Island says the excitement comes from the realization that there is no limit to life in the Earth's oceans, even after 100 million years. Apparently forgetting that the excitement of 2020 is that everything that can and will kill you is actually trying to do that this year. I don't know if I actually believe, Cliff, there is a secure laboratory anywhere in the world. <laughs> I, I would agree. <laughs> I, although I maybe 2020 is starting to lose a little bit of its uh, yeah. luster, Cliff, because um, honestly, with the tornadoes that have been hitting yeah. the East Coast, I I fully expected sharks to be in there. We'd have a little sharknado. <laughs> nope. But so far, there's been no reports of sharks. This gadget right here. What gadget? What is it? A little mouse, you know, for our computers. Oh, okay. The yeah, the mouse. The co-inventor of that has passed away at the age of 91. And my question there is, Cliff, yeah. if you're the yeah. co-inventor of the uh, computer mouse, yeah. do they bury you 
Yeah. Or do they slowly scroll you down? <laughs> a little farther, scroll down a little farther. Yeah, one of those wheels on the top of your cast. Yes, they just kind of roll. <laughs> yeah. Let's try this one right here. Okay. Here we go. Hi, Hi who's this? Sherry. Sherry? Yes, sir. And what's your last name, Sherry? Uh, Brittingham. Brittingham? Okay. Yes. And where are you from, Sherry? Francisco. All right, Sherry. Are you ready to play to win this Montana Mics? Uh, sure. All right. Well, I'm going to give you this statement. You're going to tell me if it's true or if I just made it up. And if you're right, you're going to be our winner, okay? Okay. On average, Sherry, 20 people touch greeting cards before somebody actually buys one. Now, is that true or did I just make that up? On average. Oh, I think the average is higher, but I'm going to say yes. True. You think that's true? Yeah, I'm, I'm torn. No, I really think it's false. But well, well, you go, you go with your gut feeling, Sherry. You can never be wrong with your gut. Okay, I'm going to say false. Okay, you can be wrong with your gut, Sherry, because it is a true statement. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, no, no. It's about that's about the average twenty. I'm sorry, yeah. Sherry, you did not win. But thanks for playing. Okay. Mm. Bye, 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 bye. I've always heard that, Cliff. You can't be wrong if you go with your gut. Well, apparently that's a fallacy. <laughs> apparently it is. Oh, if I had another question, we could go right ahead and go again. But you, you don't have any more questions. Can you stall for a couple of seconds? Can I stall for a couple? Yes. <laughs> well, I'll see if I, I suppose, can dig up something. I, you know, you know, um, you were talking about being sad earlier, but you know, you were upset. I was, uh, I was upset earlier. Because I sat down here and realized we missed a very important holiday yesterday. What was that? Yesterday was National Grab Some Nuts Day. Was it really? It was, yes. Oh, I can't believe we missed that. Well, Cliff, <laughs> we I, totally think we, I think we've got somebody. Let's give okay. it another shot. Here we go. All right. Okay. Hi, who's this? Pete Williamson. All right, Pete. Where are you from? Fort Branch. All right, Pete. We're yeah. going to give you a statement. We found one, and we're going to see if you can be our next winner, Okay. It better be a good one as quick as you found it. Well, it is a good one. Hey, I'm not slow now, Pete. <laughs> Pete, I'm going to give you this statement. You tell me if it's true or if I just made this entirely up because it was quick that I found this. All right. The very first song Pete ever played on the radio was Old Holy Night. That's an old song. I'm going to say that's true. Do you think they actually played Old Holy Night as the first song ever on a radio? I would say, I'm going to say true. I can't talk you out of that, right? Nope. <laughs> I'm going with my gut feeling. All right. Well, Pete, <laughs> no. guess what your gut is this morning? Probably true. Absolutely true. You are right. That is the very first song, and you've won our Montana Mike's gift certificate. Congratulations, wow. Pete. Awesome. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for playing. You be safe out there, Pete. Hey, you too. Have a good one. You too. Bye. <laughs> Well, Cliff, that was right. Christmas Eve of 1906, as a matter of fact. Wow. Pete, what was his last name? Williamson. Pete Pete Williamson. Williamson. Well, he knew that, and congratulations to him. Well, Pete Williamson from Fort Branch has messed up my whole day here on the Morning Road Show, Cliff. What did he do to you? Well, in my panic to find some kind of a statement, because we had a loser to begin with. Sherry was a loser. Yeah. Yeah. She went with her gut, and, well, it failed her. It didn't work out so well. And in my panic, Cliff, I reached behind me and I grabbed today's take it to the bank fact. (laughs) 
So I'm sitting here so, bare this morning with you, no facts you, or figures for take it to the bank. And I've you, got you were, 40 minutes you to were, get it. You were looking for a true or false question to play another round of that game. And you accidentally did your take it to the bank. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Pete's fault too, Cliff. Or maybe it's well, Sherry's yeah. fault. Well, that's true. Because if she'd have got it right, yeah, I wouldn't have been grabbing things helter-skelter in here. <sighs> so what are you going to do? You now who doesn't have a take it to the bank bit. I don't know. We may have to just slide past it, Cliff. That'd be all right. Won't hear any complaints from me. Well, Cliff, we've got a contestant ready to go, so let's get right to it. Here we go. Okay. Hi, who's this? Teresa Walters. Okay, Teresa, where are you from? Petersburg. All okay. right, Teresa, do you know what we're doing here today? I think so. I have to spot the truth, or do I have to spot the lie? You have to spy the lie. Spy the lie. Okay, let's uh, go. All right, number one, model Kate Middleton is a certified scuba diver. Number two, Knoxville, Tennessee is the place where Mountain Dew was born in 1940. And number three, Elvis Presley won 22 Grammys in his career. Which one is the lie? I'm going to say number two is the lie. Mountain Dew, born in Knoxville, Tennessee, is the lie. I think so. Well... Have you ever heard the song Tiny Bubbles before in your life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have okay. you have you ever heard that no. song before? Tiny Bubbles it is. I listen to you guys all the time. <laughs> well, we appreciate you listening, and I wish you would have won, but actually it was the third one. Yeah. Elvis oh. only won three Grammys in his career. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much. Well, Let's listen to Tiny Bubbles. All right. Well, thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That was uh, Teresa Walters, who seems pretty happy to get the punishment today. I think so. She's kind of yep. liking it. Oh, I was hoping it wouldn't play, but it's going to. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. You know, if you ever get mad, Cliff, they ought to make you listen to that song because you'd be happy <laughs> by the end of it. Tiny Bubbles. Yeah. Don Ho. It is kind of a feel-good thing. It is. Except it's really bad. It's really bad, but it's kind of a feel-good bad. And sometimes things that, you know, aren't good for you... You know, feel good. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people have that kink, but that's different. Yeah. Well, Cliff. Yeah. Well, that uh, tiny bubbles is probably not the worst thing that's going to happen today because <laughs> really coming up, our take it yeah. to the bank. Yeah. We've got some fun facts about sweat. <laughs> okay. All right. <sighs> okay. Go ahead. All right, and it's time now <laughs> for take it to the bank. Okay. And today's take it to the bank features some fun facts. Thanks. About okay. sweat. Fact number one, Cliff, out of right. three. Yeah. Each of us has approximately two to four million sweat glands in our bodies, weighing about three ounces in total. Okay. That I was thought was kind of, you know, odd, yeah. Cliff. We would have that many sweat glands. Mm-hmm. Number two, sweating of the body and of the hands when we are anxious may occur for a simple reason. To help us escape from enemies if they try to grab us. That makes sense, doesn't it, Cliff? It does, yes. And the third and final fact, fun fact of sweating, the sweat that oozes from our pores is actually a very weak version of urine. 
It's made up of the same components, <laughs> and it also contains a chemical that is the same as wasp poison and another chemical that is similar to what skunk spray. <laughs> it comes out of our sweat. Yes. So basically, our sweat is pee light. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, is that not what it is? If it was a beer, yes, that's what we would guess be, you would call it. it. Would, so, <laughs> so it would be it would be Coors Light. Yes. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. Put the test tubes down and back away. Scientists, it's 2020. We don't need any more of your shenanigans. <laughs> exactly right. Number two. What do you do with a number two? <laughs> oh my. That's actually the number of commercials in the 7 o'clock news today. That's I understand where, that, yes. That's right. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, the only way out is through. Especially if you're a beetle who just got eaten by a frog. <laughs> I really thought the uh, yeah. light was going to be number one, but that's okay. Well, P Well, because, you know. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.